0: War in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePetro Show. Best lawn ever guaranteed contact lawn doctor of rhode island today now you can call them 401-392-1025 get a quick easy quote the best thing to do lawn doctor of rhode island they have a great website it's easy lawn doctor dot com lawn doctor dot com then just put in your zip code get a quick easy a quote your best lawn ever guaranteed take get part of their premium eight service program early spring spring lime late spring summer grub prevention early fall fall late fall Lawn Doctor online at lawndoctor.com listening to the john DePietro show folks it's am 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online at the website depietro.com. this portion of our show folks on this friday and it's brought to you by ron's pastry gourmet so we have some news to make unfortunately well it's kind of a celebration ron's pastry gourmet they are going to be closing uh after the second week of june so it is coming to an end they are um without too many details but they're selling the building they are just fantastic but they are open for mother's day and so the delicious everything you want for mother's day whether it's delicious calzones and and folks they have Ron's pastry gourmet 170 royal little drive in providence they have from now until the second week of june they have the trump donuts which really made a mark and made actually national news. They have the Let's Go Brandon Donuts. They have cupcakes, but again, the most delicious calzones. They have steak and cheese calzones. They have buffalo chicken calzones. They have uh, pepperoni calzones. Ron's pastry gourmet, also sausage and pepper, old fashioned wimpy skimpy. Uh they are just fantastic. One hundred seventy Royal Little Drive in Providence. Stop in all their loyal customers unfortunately it's coming to an end ron again he's decided it's time to take it easy and so but what a legacy they will leave everything baked fresh and from now until they close folks it's just going to be nothing but delicious food so stop it and see them now for mother's day stock up if you're having people over they have mother's day special trays and cook um, cupcakes and of course the trump donuts and let's go brandon uh ron's pastry gourmet they're open today make it a great day 170 royal little drive in providence it's right off of silver spring street and um right next to AAA in providence but the big news stop in and thank them for all the great work they have done ron's pastry gourmet well folks again we have made it to friday it is mother's day weekend i want to wish everyone on this friday may 6 all the mothers a very happy mother's day out there speaking of providence i want to stay with providence just for a moment and then I will be talking about the uh, forum I went to yesterday. But as far as uh, Providence, so <clears throat> you want to talk about political correctness and how it hits the news? So I do have this posted how there is a ripe, uh, rape suspect on the loose in the Elmhurst section of of Providence, which is up near Providence College. Now they're not PC students that have been uh, affected by this. So I'm sure they're no- nervous about it, but in that area. Uh, a, a rape suspect actually first went into an apartment and raped a young woman right there in her apartment, and then they also believe that that individual then went to even uh, there was an open window. was trying to got into one apartment, got into even a, a third apartment. So here's the here's the rub, so to speak. The media is announcing that the suspect is a male, and they even posted a photo saying, "Be on the lookout for this male, folks." i i was up there last night and you can see the video on the website to petro.com now first of all one of the students said i think it's the suspect's hispanic but then over the course of uh, last night and then this morning in speaking with various patrol members that were up there um what the the media is not telling you is the suspect is a black male suspect is a black male but i could play you all the clips on all the channel 10 and channel 12 I, I just don't understand what is this that they don't want to come out and say that the suspect is a black male that's the, that by the way that doesn't make mean it's racist this is who you're looking for there's been a problem though and it also comes out with the colleges because as i've told you in the past you know providence college they got rid of one of their security people for the the, the, the individual made the quote mistake in september of 2020 after the summer of all the george floyd protests of putting out that and this and it was another this one was an attempted rape and sexual assault but they described the person as um, non-english speaking spoke spanish in and they believe light-skinned dark male and the you know the person was terminated for putting out that description i want you to understand and and absorb what, what we're talking about and that is the fact that they are more concerned about potentially offending certain groups and or the suspect as opposed to protecting the victims or, or potential victims in a case like this. So just so we're clear, and I want you to hear it from me, the rape suspect who is on the loose, up at, and, and that's pretty brazen, you break into an apartment and then rape this young woman uh, right there in her apartment the suspect they're looking for and i have i have pictures posted on both the website tweetro.com and also on the facebook page It is my understanding the suspect they're looking for is a black male so i don't understand how we have fallen into this i believe when there is a criminal you want to give the best possible description to try to warn the public and also apprehend the suspect this is very serious but instead you know i, I and i could play the clips Put on channel ten, channel twelve, and what do they say? Police are looking for a male now. Last night, progressives are upset, saying stop saying that it's a male, and many so some of the progressive groups are saying they're offended at that. It should be that the rape suspect is a. The police are looking for a person. So, I mean, all right. Number one, that's a little bit of a given that they're searching for a person. If not, then we've really entered the twilight zone. But they're saying stop saying. That the rape, su- rape suspect is a male, it's a person that the police are looking for, and then one progressive posted, well, you don't know, it could be a trans person. Listen, here here's what we do know: it's it's someone who looks like a male, and now we have I've learned, and I we are the only media reporting this that it is a black male that they are searching for. So I, I just don't know where this is all leading, but I'll say this: the progressives are winning the battle with the media the progressives now the colleges are very sensitive i understand a, a johnson of wales put something out so apparently it was a johnson of wales student and you know providence college was quick to say it wasn't one of our students but the colleges are very cautious they did because it was pc students that were upset when they said that a a student at providence college was approached and almost sexually assaulted by a spanish-speaking uh light skinned dark male and it was students at Providence College that were upset about this. So now Johnson of Wales, they're confirming that. So the problem is the police have to balance dealing with the colleges and they're so concerned about their uh hurting or offending one of their students. But here's the the larger point and I want you to understand this. And that is I, I don't think the colleges are doing the students uh I think they're doing them a disservice. I think they should explain, listen, this is the description we're looking for any sympathy you have anything you're upset about should be focused on the individual that allegedly committed this this crime so this this this, nothing no one is being served no one is the public is not being served by this by this it's political correct crime of you know crime reports and and how are people supposed to be on the lookout it's a male suspect. Well, a young woman was raped. I think we could figure out that it was a male suspect they were looking for. But then the progressives say, "Well, don't use the word male; use the word it's a person they're looking for." This, this, this whole. But he, if it's one thing for the progressives to do that, it's another thing that Channel Ten and Channel Ten and Channel Twelve that they go along with it, and the rest of the media as well. Folks, you can pour through all the media reports on this. No one will say blackmail. Well, we don't want to offend anyone. Oh, if you describe the suspect as a black male, then that's racist. And they're also almost, they're teaching. So the young woman, think how horrifying. This individual climbed, broke into her apartment, raped her in her own apartment. All right, well, did you get a good look at him? I mean, you know, she's the victim of first-degree sexual assault, which is rape. But then don't don't you want to try to catch that individual instead you well i i don't want to say his race or his you know what that ethnic i don't want to know we don't want to say that so we'll just leave it at mail it makes no sense to me folks this portion of the john DePietro show hey mother's day weekend is here make sure you have your grill stop in jay's broadway appliance and tv 47 cedar swamp road route 5 smithfield folks they have all your appliances And they have top-of-the-line appliances, whether it's refrigerators or dishwashers, washing machines, dryers, microwave ovens, televisions. But right now, what a selection they have on grills. They've been in business since 1963. And remember, you deal directly with the owner. They'll match or beat any package deal. Let me just explain this. You go somewhere else, you're not saving more money. You could drive right up to the front door. Easy parking right there their hours are monday through friday 10 to 5 saturday and so, saturday and sunday by appointment jay's broadway appliance and tv 47 cedar swamp road it's route 5 in smithfield stop in and see them look for them also on facebook and again they have top of the line appliances and remember their website is jjsappliance.com you are listening to the john DePetro show propane plus for heating and cooling call propane plus today in massachusetts 508-252-3359 in rhode island propane plus number 401-885-4209 it's the johnson family it's propane plus the leading full service provider of propane to rhode island and southeastern mass not only can they install your tank and schedule propane deliveries but they can service your entire heating cooling system and install any propane or natural gas appliances. Locations in East Greenwich and also in Rehoboth. Remember, Propane Plus is energy for everyone. It's affordable, sustainable, equitable, good for the environment, and also now it's renewable. Online at propaneplus.com. Propane Plus Heating and Cooling in Massachusetts. Call the Rehoboth office 508-252-3359, and in Rhode Island 401. 401- 885 4209. You can depend on Propane Plus. Listening to the John depetro Show, AM 1380 99.9 FM. This portion of the program brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. It's Mother's Day. This Sunday, stop and see everything they have available annuals, perennials, trees, shrubs, hanging pots, 10 inch, 12 inch moss baskets, hanging impatience pansies, marigold bags, large selection, beautiful patio pots vegetable plants and herbs tropical mandevillas hibiscus plants screen loom mulches are available pick up a delivery plus mulches dark piney dark pine black and hemlock crushed stone full service nursery they have everything you need make your home or business a showstopper gifts are available they're open seven days a week look for them on facebook it's pr landscape materials and garden center they're open every day and stop in and see them they have everything you need to make mother's day a great day so yesterday as many people you may or may not know but i did attend and i did put some clips up on the facebook page i will have some more clips uh put up on the website but i did attend that first uh, gubernatorial candidate forum yesterday it was held at the crown plaza and on stage was this Dr. Lewis Monez, who picked the wrong race, should not be in the race. I don't even think he should have been included um, in the debates, but he was. Uh, he ran four years ago, got 2% of the vote. So this time he said, oh, I get it. I'll run as a Democrat. Then they have to include me. And on the stage next to him was Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee and then the Republican challenger Ashley Kalis and you also had helena folks who ran cbs secretary of state nelly gobea and matt brown so you have mckee folks gobea brown Mones five and then ashley kayla six so this is my and i i talked about this yesterday afternoon afterwards um i'll talk about it just folks you have to be objective um i did actually if you read go to the petro.com i actually have a posting on it because it's it's yesterday was an only in rhode island yesterday was an only in rhode island and i don't mean in a positive way yesterday was an only in rhode island where you have a sitting governor who is the subject his administration is the subject of an fbi probe and it was not even brought up not even brought up full hour now keep in mind this was the forum that governor mckee first tried to back out of then he showed up yesterday and he would he must have been laughing afterwards because check the headline on the website to petro.com mckee wins first debate now granted it was a forum but it is incredible that a full hour and and you would never he has been plagued by low approval ratings because of various things that have happened in scandal within his administration none of it mentioned yesterday a full hour on stage not one mention of FBI, no mention of the fact that they're still investigating his former chief of staff, Tony Silva. No mention that Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott gets forty-six thousand a month. No mention three thousand dollar bonuses to judges and state workers. Zero. The the fact that he planned to skip the forum he injected as a joke at the end. That's how comfortable he felt. Biden, Biden, President Biden was not mentioned. There was a question about the supreme court what was not mentioned was they've had to enact erect erect fencing around the supreme court uh because of democrat activist mob rule not even mentioned think of that the supreme court they had to put security bar fences around the supreme court the day that the, yesterday they were all sitting up there on the dais and not one mention of it Failing Providence schools that the state took over, no mention. There is an epidemic of drunk driving in the state, not mentioned once. The super scam building deal, potential boondoggle fiasco, barely a mention, barely a mention. But the ILO contract and this testing contract scandal that Governor McKee has with Ashley Kalis, who was seated next to him, not even mentioned. A full hour. Uh, that that is a missed opportunity so listen i want to be you have to be objective here based on that and some someone was saying what do you mean he won the listen he's still the champ he's the governor he came away from yesterday unscathed they didn't lay a glove on him zero uh this is my evaluation the person i think did well who's getting better is helena folks who ran cbs she is getting better listen i'm not gonna no one has to argue she's obviously smart she ran cbs Uh, she had some good lines she has good staff around her that is a candidacy to watch now dan mcgowan wrote he thought Nellie Gorbea did a good job i i I could be biased because of the way voting goes um i i I just i think she's flat but to me you can't rule her out because the way that she knows how to manipulate mail ballots so i didn't think she was that great matt brown was not focused matt brown he's the far left progressive he was meandering i it, it seemed to me he didn't prepare for it. He didn't have any set lines um when he starts to talk, he can be very captivating. He can be, and he comes across with a lot of passion. He didn't seem prepared um that Dr. Lewis Mones shouldn't even be on the stage he's shouldn't even be running, but you know he ran four years ago and now he's running now, and then people become perennial candidates and then also gets to the republican challenger um i'll say this about ashley keyless who i've met and i like and i saw her yesterday i think she's got a lot of pressure on her what is unclear to me and is whether it is the candidate or whether it's the people she has around her could be could be the candidate she could be the problem um she seemed she seemed very unprepared she seemed the least prepared, and she needed to be the most prepared. She, maybe she was nervous. For some reason, I, I got the impression she thought that they were all going to be attacking her. Uh, it was worse than that. They all ignored her. The Republican challenger was invisible on the stage yesterday. And I recognize people are going to say, what do you mean? She did okay. She, she looked good. She was up there. She, she was a non-factor. And in, I'm not saying you come up on the stage and, and punch the governor. You have to have some set lines. I'll say this about the Republican challenger. What I didn't hear yesterday is enough about how she's different than the rest of the people on the stage. You have to explain it to people. And what was also that they don't understand is that the media was there yesterday. The media was watching it. The media was covering it. Um, what those candidates also to me don't un- fully understand is, yeah, you're you're in a way— you are performing, if you will, th- at this forum for the, the members of RIPAC, but you're really performing for the media. You're trying to show the media that you're ready. You're trying to show the media that you are prepared, that you're ready to undertake this. I I, I thought the way I scored this, M- M- McKee, listen, he, he even threw something out that he's considering lowering the sales tax. That made news. That was a positive. The fact that Governor McKee, why did he— initially why was he going to skip the debate because of the fbi probe not even mentioned a sitting governor who's the subject of an fbi probe sat on stage for one hour and nor the, the neither the moderator or his opponents you know the, and even ashley kalis just could have said what kind of governor am i going to be i'm going to be the type of governor that my administration will not be the subject of an fbi probe boom leave it at that no mention uh, pr- no mention of pro- I, I already just went through the list I mean, they talked a lot about housing. They talked about Roe v. Wade, but they didn't talk about the fact that it was a leaked document and that Democrat activist mobs, uh, the way they've been behaving, that they've had to set up fencing around the Capitol. That should have been brought up, and it should have been condemned. There was no mention of the fact that Providence is not safe. Providence schools are a disaster that the state have taken over. There's no mention of the cronyism that goes on with the McKee campaign, and every deal and contract is tied into somebody that is like a friend of the governor or a campaign donator. It it is mind blowing to me. The ILO contract was not even mentioned, folks. And I, I just I I don't I'm I'm living in a different I I don't understand the world that that's not, you know. You got to come back to I come back to the original like what's news, right? Some news is something out of the ordinary uh such as you know dog bites man is not news man bites dog is news the planes are landing on time at the airport that's not news a plane crashed or you know had a uh, skidded on the air on the runway that's news the sitting governor is the subject of an fbi probe uh, god help us the day that that becomes that that's not news now a candidate could say well i was waiting for the moderator to bring it up guess what the moderator never brought it up I don't know if that was a deal with RIPEC. I don't know if that was a deal with the McKee campaign. Never mentioned. I, hard to believe. Mind-blowing, if you will. Mind-blowing. Not even mentioned. President Biden's name was not mentioned for a full hour. Low approval ratings. Governor McKee, low approval ratings, not mentioned. I want to step back. We don't know if there was some kind of an agreement in order to get him to go. That's possible maybe i and as a matter of fact now i'm starting to think that maybe that is the case that there was some kind of an agreement that uh that he said to ripak that he would attend if in fact there was no mention of the fbi so if that's the case then everybody followed along but then they should release that 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 was the guideline that that was the guideline so because otherwise you i think we all agree it makes no sense all right folks you're listening to the john DePietro show a problem with your heating system call re coogan heating today 401-732-6562 24-hour emergency service gas boiler oil burner coogan heating 401-732-6562 they're helpful trustworthy reliable explore their services look for them on facebook and the website is re residential services as coogie says let us into your home don't fix it alone. Plumbing, heating, and cooling from winter to summer. Trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. From Service calls, maintenance agreements, installation. RE Coogan Heating, proud to help residential customers, and they pride themselves making customer service and satisfaction a top priority. Call them today. Now, it's cold. It's going to remain cold. Call Coogan Heating today, 401 401- Seven three two sixty five sixty two. It's Coogie. It's 24 hour emergency service. Hey, not long ago, our hot water tank gave out. What did I do? Did I panic? Did I try to fix it? I called Coogan Heating 401 Look for them on Facebook and then the website is com. Folks, you're listening to the John DePetro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. It's time for our legal segment, and what a legal week it's already been. Joining us right now, one of Rhode Island's top attorneys, it is our legal expert attorney, Tim Dodd. And uh, Tim Dodd, let's let's start off with this just unprecedented leak out of the Supreme Court. Um, It's frightening that this happened. Um, You know, all this talk that we've had to listen to for the past... Whatever it is, two years about uh, democracy under attack. I I think this is true democracy under attack with this draft that got leaked Monday night. It has really turned the country upside down. And let's uh, let's pick it up and start tackling it any way that you like, starting with the unprecedented nature that someone needs. I believe needs to be held accountable for what happened at the Supreme Court.
1: Well, clearly, John, someone needs to be held accountable. This is almost unheard of. I can't remember the last time there was a leak. I think the last leak might have been not a draft decision, but the actual decision on Roe v. Wade, which I think was leaked to one of the magazines a couple of days before the Supreme Court published its official opinion. But it's very, very rare. Um, Clearly, whoever did this, had an agenda to get this out before the Supreme Court had its final decision in an attempt to influence the public, influence the politicians, uh, and to probably, if you will, threaten the court. Um, This leak has already led to the Democrats in the Senate saying, now, see, look at this. It's time to get rid of the filibuster. See, look at this. It's time for us to pack the court because... Um, the the justices who are in the majority now are a threat to our civil liberties. we got to pack the court. Um, will that happen? So far, um, when this has now reared its head again about court packing and filibuster um, abolition, uh, Senators Manchin and Sinema seem to be still holding firm that they are not going to move or join in any uh, effort to knock out the filibuster or to pack the court. Um, Two very scary prospects, um, constitutionally, if that were to happen. That would blow a real hole in democracy, as we know it, if that sort of thing could happen, because a certain segment of the population doesn't like what appears to be the coming decision which will overturn Roe. I don't know who did it. Um, none of us know who did it. A law clerk did one of the justices, perhaps in the minority, tell that one of their law clerks, "Hey, get this out on the QT. Uh, we need some support from our, you know, the political class, or from getting people to be out marching in the streets." Whatever the um, person is who did it, and whatever their agenda was. Um, certainly i think they are getting what they intended which is a chaotic uproar in the yep. political class and, and you know everyday americans there's certainly i'm not sure i want to say a misinterpretation of what the effect of overturning roe will be but it's important and none of the it doesn't seem what i'm reading and seeing a little bit uh, uh the television, the, the the hysteria, rightly or wrongly, is that um, abortion is going to be made illegal. Well, that's not entirely true. Mm. And no one is really looking at the reasons why the majority of the Supreme Court justices apparently are moving to overturn Roe. Roe has been criticized in judicial circles since... Uh, it's since it became law, Hmm. the the predicate for Roe, not to get too wonky, was a reliance on language within the 14th Amendment. And the 14th 14th Amendment was one of the post-Civil War uh, amendments. The 13th and the 14th were largely amendments to protect the interest of the former slaves, to give them rights equal to any other citizen in the country. And amongst the uh, provisions of the 14th uh, 14th Amendment um, was an equal protection clause um, to protect the rights of slaves. And that equal protection clause language has been used over the years to suggest rights exist which were not originally found in the Constitution So this Equals Protection Clause, and even President Biden was talking about the uh, guarantees of the 14th Amendment. Um, The courts have used it to strike down legislation that restricts personal liberties and interests that are not specifically um, enumerated in the Constitution. Now, obviously, abortion rights would have never been dreamed of by the founders, and it would have never found its way into the Constitution, Much like same-sex marriage was never considered by the founders, much like um, the use of contraceptives contraceptives was never um, anticipated by the founders. The case that really started to open the door to this finding of uh, privacy rights within the 14th Amendment, uh, one of the first cases of modern jurisprudence was Griswold versus Connecticut, That's the case that found um, it was unconstitutional to try to legislate um, the use of contraceptives by people in the privacy of their own bedroom. So that was a privacy right that was seen by the court um, and that it needed protection and it was part of the equal protection um, provisions of the 14th. Over the years, too, the courts, and this is something that... I'm not sure they still teach in law school, but we had to study it in constitutional law. Just liberal justices like, I think one of the first was William O. Douglas, who in his day was one of the most liberal justices, found that in addition to constitutional rights that we can read about, there is the penumbra of rights. Then a penumbra is like the, the distant light that the rays that emanate from the main source, um, sort of in the shadows, sort of a partially lit situation. So these privacy rights are sort of part of the penumbra of rights that activist judges have found over the years. Uh, It appears that what's happening now in uh, the presently constituted Supreme Court, is a finding that this reliance on the 14th Amendment and on this um, presumed right of privacy, which has never been properly um, found to exist in the Constitution, was an improper basis to rely on to create the uh, current situation of abortion protections. That doesn't necessarily, if this opinion stands, um, right now, Chief Justice Roberts has not weighed in. I would predict he'll go with the liberal wing of the court on this one. It'll probably, if it stands up, be a five, four decision, but this will send the issue of abortion rights or, or abortion restrictions back to the 50 States. Recall that in Rhode Island, about two years ago, yep. um, the Senate passed, um, 2019. 2019, uh, reproductive, I think it was called the Reproductive Protection Act or something along those lines. Yes. So, in anticipation of what the Supreme Court might do, Rhode Island codified the same rights as exist under Roe v. Wade. So, Mm -hmm. even if Roe is knocked down, our state has said we want to have the same rights to abortion that Roe v. Wade would have provided the citizens. Other states, Oklahoma, Texas, um, have enacted in anticipation of Roe in part much more restrictive um, limitations on the right to abortion. I think the breakdown is approximately 16 states have abortion protection legislation at the state level, just like Rhode Island approximately 26 states have state legislation which will uh, either ban or severely limit the ability of a person to obtain an abortion. So abortion advocates are saying in 26 states, uh, it's going to be difficult, if not possible, to get an abortion. So I guess if you live in one of those states and you need an abortion and you've got the financial resources, you can get yourself to one of the 16 states that is very liberal in its approach to abortion. But what of people who are quote unquote poor, who don't have the mobility, who don't have the funds to get themselves to one of these states that has um, uh, more liberal um, legislation at the state level regarding access to abortions. It does create a legitimate issue. What do you do if you live in one of these states, you are poor, you don't have funds, you don't have mobility, and you need an abortion. It does create a potential equal protection argument. I mean, Roe versus Wade, John, as we all know, has been a vexing problem with cleared lines of division between those who are pro-choice and those who are pro-life. Roe never solved the issue if Roe is tipped by this uh, court decision, it's not gonna solve the issue. It's gonna get pushed back to the states. So when you look at the map of the US, it's going to be a hodgepodge. (laughs) The New England states will be liberal. Texas will be conservative. Oklahoma, conservative. Kansas, conservative. Minnesota, very liberal. California, New York, Illinois, very liberal. So it's a sort of pick and choose. And I think the Supreme Court would be suggesting, well, this is a state's right issue. Oh. So if you, if you want restrictive abortions, get out and vote for candidates who favor restrictive abortions. If you want liberal abortion policies, vote for those candidates. It's a state issue. It shouldn't be a federal issue. And I think that's where it'll shake out if the Supremes hold and they don't buckle to... Um, public pressure and political pressure.
0: And Tim Dodd, before we take a break, what about that the Rhode Island Supreme Court weighed in on this Privacy Act?
1: Well, the timing, I'm not sure, if nothing is a coincidence. Okay. (laughs) But the Rhode Island Supreme Court upheld the 2019 uh, legislation, uh, which codified Rhode Island's rights to abortion, which mirror those contained in the Roe v. Wade provisions. Um, The challengers of the Rhode Island statute were found not to have standing for a variety of reasons. Um, The losers, which include right to life organizations, the Catholic Church and others, um, could well take an appeal to the Supreme Court. The only reason they would be doing that is the language in the Rhode Island decision relies in part on recognizing the traditional Um, following that the country has had uh, following roe v wade well that's just about to come undone it looks like so the rhode island decision from our supreme court to the extent it relies or points to roe as one of the reasons to uphold the state statute that was passed might find that that decision can be challenged because the law is about to change it looks like
0: folks we're going to take a um A quick break. Much more ahead, our legal analyst expert, Attorney Tim Dodd, right here on the John DePetro Show. J. Perry Paving. Folks, you can depend on J. Perry Paving. They provide high-quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, over 20 years' experience, specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal-coating patios, and much more. Call them today for a free quote, 401 732 1730 j perry paving they are tremendous they also how about this once a month they provide a free paved driveway to a veteran and remember whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed call j perry paving for a free quote it makes a huge difference in your property in your home in your driveway or patio 401 732 1730 j perry paving 401-732-1730 you can also find them on facebook they're terrific hey get that driveway paved call and book an appointment now 401-732-1730 for jay perry paving we're speaking with our legal expert attorney tim Dodd. tim um, this has been in the news for quite some time um but i wanted to get your thought on any type of update we know amber heard expected to take the, the stand, a uh, lot of eyes, a lot of people following the Johnny Depp trial.
1: Well, it, small things happen, which the media reports as big things. Um, if Johnny Depp's team has rested. They've presented their case, they've put on all the, their witnesses. And once they have put on all the witnesses that they wish, they tell the court, we rest. Yep. Once the plaintiffs rest, it's typical that the defendant's attorneys would stand up and say, we move to dismiss the case because the plaintiffs, even on, a, on a, what we call a prima facie level, even if you give it all its the weight of whatever facts were presented, is not enough to substantiate the charges. To substantiate the charge, that Amber Heard published this and knew or reasonably should have known that the statements in it were false the court uh, deferred on some of the um, arguments made by the defendants and rejected others. So the case proceeds, and now Amber Heard puts on her defense. Just because the judge denied the motion to dismiss doesn't mean the judge thinks that Johnny Depp's a winner. It just means that the court finds that Johnny Depp put on a sufficient amount of Mm -hmm. evidence for his claim of damages to get to the jury. It doesn't mean the jury's going to agree. Um, And all of these arguments are made outside of the presence of the jury. So the jury will not know what arguments the defense attorneys made or what the judge ruled or why the judge ruled. So now Amber's up. She's putting on her case. Her first witness was a psychologist who... um, interviewed Amber Heard and found yep. that all of her allegations were credible. Um, looking at the highlights, Johnny Depp's team did a pretty good job of impeaching her, rattling her. Um, she was making all sorts of, of facial expressions of disgust and exasperation, both with de- uh, plaintiff's counsel and with the judge. Mm-hmm. And that's never a smart move. The judge was telling the witness to do certain things and to consider things and to not do other things. And this witness was visibly perturbed, making faces. Uh, That that doesn't play well with the jury, in my view. Um, So that's step one. Now, Amber Heard's on the stand, she's an actress. She's doing a good job. And one thing she's doing particularly well, and it's different than let's say Johnny Depp's testimony. When Johnny Depp was being asked by either his lawyer or uh, Amber Heard's lawyers, he would look at the lawyer and answer the question. So it was yep. con- constant lawyers looking at Johnny, asking him the question. Johnny looks at the lawyer, gives a response. Amber Heard, whether she's been schooled to, I'm sure she's been schooled to do this. Lawyer asks her a question. She doesn't look at the lawyer. She looks at the jury, like mm-hmm. she's telling a story to the jury yep. all the time. So it makes for a much more intimate um, presentation. Like she's talking to the jurors. She's telling her story to the jurors. Um, I think it's a very good tactic on her part. Um, she's an actress. She appears credible. She yeah. gets emotional. She gets teary eyed at all the appropriate times. It just is curious to me. She says she loves the guy. She wanted to help him, you know, all this stuff. She didn't want to leave him, but she couldn't take it anymore. But it seems like she was constantly surreptitiously recording everything they did. Every yeah. fight, she seemed to know to hit the, the record button. Almost like as things developed, either she wanted evidence, much like Nicole Brown Simpson wanted evidence of what OJ was doing to her, or was it a setup? I mean, the things that were said, the way she was talking to him, the way it seemed to be comments by her to elicit a certain set of responses by him, I'm a little skeptical of. And I'm not sure what a jury would think of some of the things that she did in terms of the evidence that she's pulling up. It's kind of um, not an invasion of privacy or the communication between a husband and wife, but I don't think Johnny Depp had any idea that the volume of embarrassing and unpleasant things that she was recording were ever gonna get played out in a courtroom. What does the jury make of that? Do they think she was a smart cookie to protect herself and to record this or that it was sort of a um, either defensive or angry or getting evidence to hurt Johnny Depp in the future? I don't know how the jury sees it. I, I just don't find the jury's going to be really impressed with either of these two at the end of the day. And I'm not sure they're going to have a great appetite to award either of these people money.
0: Um, Tim Dodd, and again, folks, so speak with legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd. Saturday, there was, we don't have all the details yet, but there was some kind of road rage incident on 95. Those that were traveling on uh, 95 North, right at Route 4, um, that that they certainly encountered basically 95 north became a parking lot and then we learned that there was some kind of a road rage incident and what is obviously tragic here but there's there was a passenger the passenger in the vehicle was the one killed the drivers being charged so what what type of charges does someone like that face, Tim Dodd, where, again, I, it, it's not the driver that was killed, the driver who, and we believe it was the driver that was engaged in driving aggressively in this road raid incident, apparently, but, but the, the driver is alive. It's the passenger that lost his life.
1: Yes. And again, these are the first reports. This is a very fresh situation, but apparently there are many witnesses to this roadway road rage that saw this driver weaving in and out of traffic at a high rate of speed, um, you know, driving in, in a reckless manner. So, one doesn't know if he hit another vehicle, lost control, if the other person involved apparently in this road rage might've also been engaging in the back and forth that you see in these road rage things, which are becoming very common. But the main charge against this driver Uh, is the charge of driving to endanger death resulting. That's a serious felony. That's a jail case. Mm. If convicted, he could be looking at, you know, five to 10 years in prison, easy. Um, Wow. Depending on the strength of the witnesses and, you know, much of the highway um, has cameras. I've been involved in cases where, my client will say, no, no, I was driving very normally. It was the other guy, like in another road rage situation. Yeah. And then the police, state police produced the video. And it's like, oh, now I get it. Because um, there's a lot of footage. You have no idea how much of the highway system in Rhode yeah. Island is uh, being recorded. the cameras all the time Yeah. so i'm sure there'll be video evidence that the state police produce there's probably going to be some evidence of people recording on their smartphones and certainly i'm sure there's a, a more than a few people who have provided statements to the police who were um, in proximity of where this road, road rage event was going on mm. so I, you see road rage things on the highway all the time, John. People have short tempers, yeah. uh, people can't moderate their behavior, Terrible. but this, this case should be wow. a reminder that, you know, what starts out as a scuffle or a tiff, yeah. it, it amps up, it ramps up, it gets more violent. Oh, wow. uh, you, start th- you stop thinking clearly and you're going on rage and anger and emotion, uh, I'm sure this driver didn't start out his journey that day right. thinking that he was going to wind up killing his passenger, oh, but this is God. road rage. It's yeah. and it, it, at it, a high
0: it, rate of speed as well.
1: But these, so. these road rage things take on a life of their own and, you know, it gets out of control very quickly mm. with unintended consequences, just like this one.
0: Folks, a uh, quick break. Much more head attorney, Tim Dodd, right here on the John DePietro show. Stay healthy at It's My Health 10.99 Menden Road in Cumberland. Again, call Marie 401-305-3585 diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. Folks, visit the website. On the website, you'll see all our links to social media, whether it's Facebook or YouTube. Instagram, even TikTok Plus, you if you want to reach me, that's the best way to do it. We have unique, original stories, videos. Contact, log on right at the website depetro.com. Portion of the program brought by the Cuisinier. Check them out on the website depetro.com. The or Rhode Island tradition since 1977 located 226 cohesive avenue in west Warwick. whether it's lunch or dinner or drinks in the lounge whether a nice dinner or even just appetizers there's always a great crowd you can link directly to them and gift certificates are available the Coheset Inn, 226 cohesive avenue in west warwick to check out our website depetro.com depetro.com which is sponsored by and brought to you by the centredale revival Comfort Food and Cocktails, located 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Shane and his crew, what a wonderful job they've done. Winner of several Rhode Island Best of Awards, Best of Rhode Island Awards. The Senadale Revival. Delicious food, cocktails, a lot of fun. Stop in and see them. 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. brother's disposal call them today 401-688-0517 brother's disposal get a dumpster in your driveway you can clean out unwanted belongings maybe clean out your garage clean out your basement clean out your attic old toys old things you don't even use anymore old furniture it's so much easier when you have a dumpster delivered right to your home and then they'll take it away when you're done whether it's for a weekend for a week for a month Brothers Disposal. Call Brother Roland today at four zero one six eight eight zero five one seven. Four zero one six eight eight zero five one seven. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal. Look for them on Facebook. They have those purple dumpsters. They're also now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brothers Disposal today. Whether it's a small household construction project or maybe just cleaning out some unwanted belongings, get a dumpster in your driveway or business. Brothers Disposal. Four zero one Six eight eight zero five one seven.